it's a luxury to go to to a meeting. It's a luxury to keep up with what's going on on. In, yeah, the time, know, the time total, alone to have yeah, the time. Yeah, I mean, most and, of it isn't even written in layman's terms. It's in legalese. It's in codified ordinance language. It's in, you know. <laughs> Social media hey. is Julian Khan. Hey, um, <clears throat> that's K H A N, not K A H N. And uh, man, top five. Top five, sir. Uh, let's do sneakers, man, because sneakers was always like that's my thing up. as a kid. I'm a '90s baby, yeah. so uh, I'm gonna say, man, my five gotta be one. And no particular, it gotta be particular order. No, nope. no. Yeah, right, just top five. Right, that makes it a lot easier. Let's just go. Uh, 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 Air Max ninety five. Okay. Um, solid stars. Solid um, stars. The uh, and basically the rest is all like Tinker Hatfield, the Jordan okay. three, Jordan four, Jordan five. Those, yeah, and. Uh, Six too. Mm. I love I love the blacks. Yeah. The infrared is probably yeah. one of my top. Okay. Yeah, cement for the for the uh, for the ones. I mean, you really yeah. like the first sets of the Jordans. It's I mean it's, it's, it's it doesn't yeah. it's, it's not just the aesthetics, but it was it's it's experience. You know okay. what I'm saying? It's like I grew up on a street of just all boys. Uh-huh. And I was usually the one that couldn't get to Jays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I remember one time, I feel like it might have been like 89 or something like that. They had the, it was the military force. They just came out in the summertime or something like that. It was some four that came out, but it was one of them ones. And whatever it was, everybody bounced back midday and they all had them. So I was mm, on the porch. Same day. I know those, oh my God. Everybody I know those had moments, bro. And everybody they planned it them. too. And it was everybody was yeah. only children. It was a really unique situation, but yeah. they got what they wanted when they wanted it. I mean, these parents showed out for these babies, and mm-hmm. you know, not to say that my mother ever short but it was but, just but in them moments, the moments, the yeah. moments, and that's why them shoes is like always a kind of high regard for me. It's just that experience of not having them as a kid or whatnot. So that's half of it, and then just watching Jordan in his prime, like that's eighty nine, ninety. Jordan, I mean, he was going up against the Pistons and getting shut down. Then, I mean, you got to think of, you was rooting for him, man. You know, and all he could do is buy the shoes. Yeah, that was oh, it, I'm man. I'm gonna get the shoes, man. Oh, be man. Just like I want to be like Mike. Yeah, I will be. I'm yeah. gonna be like Mike. Yeah, I was a little, little dude, okay. but that I, was. I can, I can uh, feel that because uh, for me, it's on the second half. That's why I like the um the 11s to the uh the 13s. Really, some. Yeah. I can I kind of yeah. like some of the 14s, but not all of them. Yeah. But yeah, bro. Thirteens, uh, that's yeah. those are my ones. There's a lot of connection in the uh, 
in the culture to shoes. And even to what my mom used to say, it was like, a girl going to look, look at your shoes first. I think that, mm-hmm. that comment alone has probably affected so many young boys out there. And, and, it's, and it's true. Mm-hmm. And and that, all right, I don't want to say a lot of people aren't stylish, but it's easy to be like, okay, those are cool shoes. I'm going to go buy the cool shoes. Yeah. Like, all right, at least I'm not. I'm steady on the cool shoes this because because yeah. everybody can't dress everybody can't put a fit together mm-hmm. but if, if we're saying all right the new Jordans should come out Tuesday everybody go get those but that's also saying that the person care about their shoes too because you know coming up if you ain't really get the nicest shoes and get that uh get that built into you like hey no you want to take care of these yeah. these gonna one day make you a couple oh, dollars <laughs> like yeah. oh, no you well, ain't well, gonna no, like yeah keeping them <laughs> as keeping a kid them? you gonna chalk these yeah. first time yeah, i probably should have yeah. kept the 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 size nines i had in my jordans when i was young and i couldn't fit them anymore mm-hmm. probably should have kept them because it was like, oh these will be everybody is that's the the sample size uh for a lot of people, yeah. those those ninety Js are the ones. Yeah, no matter what condition, you can still make a couple dollars off of them. Exactly. Mm. That's all that we know, well, man. Julian, welcome to the show, sir. Welcome to the show. It's, hey. it's yeah. great to um have you on. Uh, uh, Julian is big into the community, big into the the yeah. the, the, the the work of. Of, of the people, and you have a food truck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got food truck too. Yeah, food truck. All of What's up? yeah I got Um, a food can you truck. tell us a little bit of your background so they can get to know you a little bit, man? Man, I'm from, I'm from Buckeye, right? Mm. Um, that's where I grew up at. Uh, that's where I spent my entire life at. Um, worn a, uh, a, a a good number of hats in that neighborhood. Always kind of been uh like on the entrepreneurial, aspirational side, mm-hmm. you know. Um, we used to have a uh, lady shoe store that we opened up there in the plaza, um, shoe time. I was there for six years and, um, then it just kind of carried on. It was a corporate corporately owned store, but that was kind of my first, uh, like me sticking my toe into the business into side the of business. It, but yeah, I mean, just kind of getting connected to stuff is just, uh, just be me being present, you know, um, I worked, worked at a library since I was 14 uh that was dope all the hats that was uh yeah i I worked there for 20 years straight and then i left uh there to uh, work in the community because uh i don't know i felt like i was doing a lot of transactional work you know no pun intended because literally i was doing transactions like Mm -hmm. you know at the library but um with the scrap hours in my day we were doing like really transformational things in my neighborhood and it just felt like if I dedicated myself uh, a little bit more, maybe there'd be, you know, bigger and better wins to amass. So that was the oh. that was the aim. So is, is there yeah. anything that we would know that you you're a part of that has happened and say like any festivals wise, anything? Um, uh, yeah, any I mean, programs. Yeah, it's my some my, my greatest hits. Uh, <laughs> we got yeah. a, yeah, so Promo, you know man, we we, we organized to get the rapid stop rebuilt after three ladies were uh, attacked. You know, at that mm-hmm. rapid stop, that rapid stop was also where my parents met. Wow. You know, my mother is uh, was from the neighborhood. Also, my father's Pakistani, so you know it's just kind of an opportune uh, meeting uh, in that space, and uh, you know the public transit to do it right. Yeah. It's it's a yeah. broad cross section of people who ride that, but if 
Um, my mother was boarding that rapid stop in the condition that it was in four or five years ago. Right. Uh, will she be open to some man's advances? You know what I'm saying? Right. The reality be is terrified if someone no, walked up to you. Absolutely not, Joe. He probably would have got maced, even mm -hmm. if he had good good intentions. Mm -hmm. You know, so you know it just is what it is, and you just think about how you know experiences like that and just uh, like this controlled demolition that seems to happen in intentionally ignored neighborhoods. It's it's a uh, it, it has long term effects that we you know if we weren't there's a value to staying in place and staying in place kind of reminds you of the standard of living that existed before the degradation, you know? So yeah. that's what I've been able to kind of advocate for is what I remember as a very small baby and what's been extended to me from my family who's been in place there for some time. So that was, that was really big. Um, we had one public meeting in regards to that. And then the next um, board meeting, RTA agreed to uh, rebuild the space. Yeah. And Super then we dope. got uh, St. Luke's to donate uh, 500 grand to it and uh, we uh, also had identified in that one meeting that there was another thing that we lacked in the neighborhood and that was uh, community resources so um, you know I went down the street to Metro Health and uh, we actually built out their resource center which ex exists today uh, to this day uh, uh, with my Adrian Broner sound effect <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, <laughs> you know that's, that, that's some of the um, some of the stuff. Oh, we also, when the Giant Eagle abruptly left, uh, we had organized a response around that. Um, we were pushing to uh, get um, the um, 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 uh, plaza sold to local ownership, you know, ideally. Um, that didn't happen, but we were able to get it sold to an independent uh, uh, owner who does fly in and out on a regular basis. He's responsive. We have an event that we're doing this weekend there. Sure. Um, you know, so we were able to advocate for that. And again, like, it was my experience as a um, tenant in that space, you know, 10, 15 years ago that helped me to kind of work for and advocate for from a different perspective, you know. Um, we, I had a lot of really unique experiences that really kind of, you know, along really, uh, winding road in the narrow neighborhood, you know, so mm -hmm. I kind of touched every border of it, and um, that's why I kind of stay in place and just try to uh, organize and work in the space that uh, I know I love, and I feel like no one loves me, too. Dope. Yeah. Dope. Super dope. Yeah. The 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 reason I wanted you have, to have you on is that exact reason, and you're, you're a wealth of knowledge for s s somebody who wants to be in your, your position to help as well. And I wanted you to have you on just the the give the, the game like like how a person should get a RTA bus stop changed or get yeah. get uh use to take because so take me 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 and Moa pretty much rewrote the bus all our childhood or walked with everything and like we, we knew which stops had a sit down area to it mm -hmm. and I wish I could have like had an analogy like no I need to have one here because it, it snows crazy and, yeah. I, and I gotta stand here the longest and standing here as a, 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 a 10 year old is super dangerous because these cars don't see me it's 6 in the morning and I gotta get and then to another two buses. That, the sidewalk is not even shoveled. The, si the sidewalk so is covered in, in snow anyway. I'm standing in the street <laughs> like and a lot of people just don't know how to talk to their council person or know who their council person is, how to get in contact with these nonprofits that 
are in the mix already, how to start their own nonprofit in general, where can a person just even start to get into the community and everything? Yeah. Um, well, we're always in community, right? I think a lot of us are um, where we are um, because of our social connections, mm-hmm. right? That's usually our gravitational pull to most places, right? Where we feel comfortable at, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be in a quote-unquote dangerous place. But if these are your people, you know what I'm saying? You're not really going to feel this, like, imminent danger that's, you know, maybe radiating from a TV you're set. You're yeah. comfortable in your, your, your area. Yeah, yeah. So I think that we need to realize, number one, that if you're in community, you're nine times out of ten around like minds, people who have similar perspectives, um, there's power amongst you, right? Um, we just got to figure out um, – I think the most important thing is to carve out time in your everyday life to um, kind of push back from from being in this player's perspective, right? This kind of li- going through life and um, reacting to all of the plays and movements, mm-hmm. you know, on the defenses and, and, and offensive uh, uh, end. Um, but um, I think that that's kind of, it, it, you got to have a, a um, sort of a vantage point. Um, <laughs> So where you can kind of see the big picture and see where the plays are, are made and watch game film and that's that's a luxury, you mm-hmm. know. For so for most people, um, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a luxury to go to to a meeting. It's a luxury to keep up with what's going on on. In, yeah, the know, time, the total, time alone to have yeah, the time. Yeah, I mean, most and, of it isn't even written in layman's terms. It's in legalese. It's in codified ordinance language. It's in you know this sort of language that. Has barriers, especially and when it the majority... deters people. That's what deters people. They make well, it that yeah, way. To yeah, deter yeah, people. All, all day, right? So it's intentional. So, I mean, we there there are like roadblocks, you know, where there should be on ramps. Hmm. Um, but w- w- what we have to again recognize is that we we have a power and we have a perspective, and uh, we want the same thing that everyone else uh, wants, right? So when a lot of these like experiences are generational right like impoverished living right or chronic uh chronic um um you know like issues like like poverty chronic poverty right mm-hmm. like um it's just uh it seems impenetrable because it defines your whole standard of living and like what's possible and it affects what, your way of thought it, yeah, like, and, like and the, are you hopeful at all yeah. right do mm. where, where do you see hope at or is is there an where opportunity where do you see hope at Man, that, that's a big a big one for a lot of people. And I talked about about this with Maul, where we're going to these different places, starting to travel more and everything, and how we got our blinders on to all the abandoned buildings around us. Mm-hmm. Like when we're driving and then you you haven't you you've been you've been you've been out of town for a week. Yeah. And you realize how many abandoned spots, abandoned spots you're pulling past when you're coming home, and you're like, "Damn! Like, why is there a whole block that just just nothing?" Control double circles right around to it's up to you to call in and get that stuff taken care of, half or the time. or to see about buying it, mm-hmm. seeing yeah, like because because there's there's buildings on like I grew up on 105. There's b- b- buildings on 105 that has been empty since I've been born. Like I can't remember a time where I seen anybody walk in and out of these buildings. Mm-hmm. And one just got got tore down. I'm like, man, I'm like, damn, like, how much would that bitch have cost for real? Like, that's, what was the? That's that's really how you get engaged in your neighborhood, right? It's that sort of like, um, 
that's sort of entrepreneurial thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Like not necessarily looking at something that's blighted, but looking at it as an opportunity, right? right. Mm-hmm. That alone will get you kind of connected and figuring out like what the processes are, who owns what, how is this? I mean, sometimes like just, I mean, East Cleveland is a great example too, right? Like I, I remember I used to have a friend who worked at the uh, uh, land bank, the uh, county land bank. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes when I would see things that were on the, they would like update their list and like every Monday or Tuesday or whatever, I'd always look at it. And they uh, had uh, like, one, it seemed like all but one parcel on the street was for sale in East mm. Cleveland. Like, the entire street was for sale. Hmm. And I was asking, I was like, yo, is this possible? Like, uh, can I buy this? Like, can, yeah. is this possible? And she's like, no, like, it's reserved for, like, a developer, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's you. It's that sort of control. Like, it it's, not just, contr- yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not just it a control. Yeah, it's not just a control demolition. And then on top of that, if, yeah. you, if you buying it for, for an investment versus, like, an actual home to live in, yeah. you got to put 20% down. Say this house is like two hundred eighty-five thousand, two hundred something. That's fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, Most people don't got that yeah. just sitting yeah. in the bank. So yeah, it's like yeah, they they did. Uh, it was another uh, situation. Like whatever they appraise or assess the uh, the rebuild for is what you have to prove that you got a credit line for. So even hmm. though like you say like. Yo, you saying it's sixty for for me to get a repair, but knowing my like me and mm. I wouldn't handle some of this myself, and yep. I'm supposed to do this and do that and do this. I could probably get it for twenty four. They don't care about nope. that. that they only care way. about you having that sixty that credit line for that. So again, like there's always That's, like these just, unique barriers. You brought that to my attention about the reserve thing. Like it makes sense on their side where they're like, why sell to one person? I can buy one building. You can sell to the, the, the whole block yeah. and have six chain stores, whatever you want to have in it, mm-hmm. that's already established, already have, has a record, has the money in the bank already to do all they need to do. But that also come down to the city, too, because they have a plan in motion already on what they want the city to look like and to be. Ideally. Yeah. Ideally. But if they, if they don't have the infrastructure to actually move any of that, mm-hmm. then what's the, what good is the plan you can't move? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, just a piece of paper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... I, th- I think it's, it's I think that uh, East Cleveland is being suffocated. I think to a degree, right? It's not necessarily getting the sort of support that it, it, it direly needs. Um, you know, Cleveland was granted a certain uh, amount of money to absorb them. I think maybe like five or ten years ago, mm. and they like pushed the offer back and said that wasn't enough money. Really? Um, and so <laughs> you know, it seems that there's been some options that have been exhausted. You know, behind closed doors, and that's only my like understanding yeah. of what happened. Like a few years later, you know, so. Um, you know, somebody else could look that up after, mm-hmm. you know, quote me on what I did. Don't didn't. quote us, you know. Look yeah. it up yourself. That's yeah, what the research yeah, yeah, for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, use them on the internet, yeah. you know. But um, what really aided with our work in the neighborhood was that we had a monthly uh, meeting called Neighborhood Network Night. Okay. And so it was a uh, um, really like a lighthouse, you know, for folks who were looking for a community. And, you know. If you build they, it, they'll come. Yeah. Type thing. So yes, if, sir. You know, folks knew to come there. Yeah, yeah. so. And um, a lot of that can happen at your community centers or local, like like YMCA's, like where people come and congregate on their own free will type thing. And they, they, they use the locations for free for the yeah. uh, for the setups. So I mean, each neighborhood was kind of kind of had their own like distinct situation. You know, mm-hmm. like we got specific neighbor nights. The irony is, is that 
Neighbor Night's kind of being the platform to really launch a lot of advocacy on my end. Um, it, those are organized by Neighborhood Connections, and now I work for Neighborhood Connections, right? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like the cyclic like nature. Like, man, this, this space meant so much to me. And um, here I am now working and, you know, curating the space myself. But mm -hmm. to answer that question, like, there are different neighbor nights that are um, hosted, like, throughout the neighborhood, I mean, throughout the city and uh, and even beyond. Like, I know that there's one in Lorraine. I know that there's one that's being organized in North Collinwood. I know that there's some folks in Central Kinsman who are trying to build one out. Um, we got an arts and culture neighbor night. We used to have, a like, a citywide neighbor night. Um, I know that there was one in West Park. I know that, you know, so there's some like different, yeah. different pockets of neighborhoods, but ours uh, in Buckeye was always um, um, like the largest one. It seemed like our network was the largest. So on average, our meetings would have like anywhere between like 90 and 140 people at it, right? <laughs> and so it's really like, it always ends with us like breaking bread and kicking it and stuff. So it was mm -hmm. really like, we'd always have like focused time. There's an actual um, like function to neighbor night. Like there's four different, you know, um, um, like portions of it or mm -hmm. whatnot. And it flows a, a certain way. Um, but it always rolls right into this space where we're like eating together and breaking bread and just kind of rubbing elbows and getting to know each other. And that's what it's really about, right? So. Um, you want to bring the community together. That's the the, the goal. You're stronger as a whole. Yeah, You're stronger as a whole. Yeah, that's real. And a lot of these things can be found like like a, a a Facebook group. The Facebook groups are are big for the community and 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 getting the word out about things. Like yeah. if you want to be a part of these things, like do your research. And the sooner you get into it, the younger you are, you get into it, the, the more you can have an effect on it because you can yeah. start to to. To, I don't say dictate, but help progress things you want to see in your community earlier. Yeah. And if you're fighting for when you're 14, when you're 28, it's gonna be something totally different. But you've had that chance to see the the, the inner working, see all the the, yeah. the way it is it's done. And again, I, I don't say I, I wish I would have had it at that age because I don't know if I would have did it. I don't right. know if I would have had that that mentality to be like. Hey, I can get a bus stop put here so I don't have to walk all the way around the corner and yeah. through different hoods to get I think it had <laughs> to be exhibited for you for exactly. you to do it. Like exactly. otherwise, like who's got the fortitude at that you know age? You just made me think about I, I miss when um like one of like a I, I guess like a team builder for Cleveland when they had the bike mm -hmm. I miss that. That was good. Yeah. That was like you drive from you probably ride for like two miles, two to yeah. three miles, and you just the whole city on bikes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Fire. stuff like that happens does it happen in the areas that we want it to happen in like is it used to yeah and because yeah. you can get something like, like that in a chardon mm -hmm. they'll ride their whole little whole little joint all together and end up at a little mom yeah. and pop shop yeah. that's what we that's what we want to happen where you ride around Buckeye end up at the barbecue spot or the vegan spot that's just open, whatever you want to do, mm. and have the whole neighborhood a block party, wherever you, whatever it is. Yeah, but you know, like comparison is the thief of joy, right? Mm. Like we don't even want to think about these other Bar. folks, man. Like we really need to start where we have. We are, like again, aspirationally, we all want the same thing. That's yeah. what we identifying here, mm -hmm. but. Our rope, I mean, our, our our starting blocks is is set somewhere back way before, like you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
I also do like a bunch of uh, block parties in my neighborhood called the Buckeye Summer Soul mm-hmm. Series, right? So great transition. Uh, we do, uh, and that's what it reminds me of, right? Like we changed the block party laws in the city of Cleveland based off our Juneteenth event, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's uh, in 2020 we had like four. <laughs> explain the laws for them and everything. Explain, explain well, what, so what, the law was uh, before previously that um, it was mandated that you had to have four badge police officers at your event, mm-hmm. um, and they were paid. Um, most of the time they were off duty and they were getting paid like twenty eight dollars an hour, mm-hmm. something like that, right? Like don't again use the internets, yeah. right? You, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? But it was some sort of a crazy number, and so what we did the math on was that on the average, not then this isn't ours. We're talking about citywide because we work with folks um, on the west side also with this. But what they found, like they kind of like pulled me into their research because I didn't do any of the research, mm-hmm. so I should be clear on that. But they did this research and said that. Um, the fees for the police alone accounted for forty percent of all, of every uh, like block party, like uh, majority yeah, of block yeah, parties, expenses. like funding, right? The expenses. Mm, yeah. So it was like, yo, like mm. we're really cutting off resources from the neighborhood, and it's like, uh, you know, you, you, a police car drives by and says protect and serve. And, uh, is is that not what you're doing in this space? So there was like this conversation that was being had, or this argument that was being made, like. Why, d- do you really yeah. need to yeah. defend them in general? At yeah, that this point? is your job, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's to protect like and serve the neighborhood. Yeah. And, 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 and how is it ever a bad thing for you to get connected with your neighborhood right. on this level, right? So why right. can't cops send them out on duty? That's what I'm saying, right? That's like, why. so it was like a whole thing. That's so why. we actually started having all of all of our June teams for the last uh, six to seven years, or however long we've been doing them. Mm-hmm. Um, they've never featured any police presence, and like I said, in 2020 we had. A uh, freedom walk with uh, NAACP, which was hijacked uh, and turned into like the Freedom Fest downtown. And, uh, you know, all of this stuff, like I'm just saying, like bits and pieces and elements of the stuff that we've and seeds that we planted have, uh, you know, they've, they've, uh, they've been hit with the GMO and, uh, you know, everything isn't what it seems. Mm. Uh, but we've always been kind of focused on uh, the upper uh, ascension of, of the neighborhood and, yeah. and the people as a, in general, and that's the distinct difference. But um, that uh, Juneteenth event is part of a series of events that happen in the neighborhood. And um, um, those things, again, like they are um, much like what you said, in small doses, we've done uh, art murals and, uh, painted all sorts of stuff. I mean, done all sort of beautification. We just redid a park at Helen Simpson. Um, you know, oh. it's a, a ton of stuff that we've done. So it's like in small doses, like we're yeah, we're able to create those moments. You know, but it's spreading, and you're and you're touching communities, and you're and you're making. Like, mm-hmm. There's a mural that I, again I passed every day on my walk home, where I was like, oh, that's a, that's a, a a cool mural that showcased a black family on there. Yeah, and subconsciously like i don't know what that did to me but it was black children two black parents like that's a big deal in that situation me going home to a a a single mother household like like that that's a a a vision where it's like all right there's you're aware of that aware of that aware of that being this skin color and in this area and everything it can be common it can be real and a, a lot of that didn't hit me, I, I'll say, until, like, the last two years where, where I became very aware of, like, parents or people, too. Mm-hmm. I can't knock them for not being a stock trader in their 25s and shit like that and, and saving up and doing all this and, and doing all that where my mom didn't have... My mom never drove a car. Right. 
Never drove a car. Really? Still? Never drove a car. Mm. And that's a a, a generational thing. Mm-hmm. That's a, a thing where it was like uh, 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 a lot of that age women didn't want to drive or didn't didn't have the ability to drive. They didn't learn. They didn't uh, all of that. So when it came to her, I'm like, why? Why did she, I just never had the, the feeling to do it? Now, whatever subconscious thing that came from, mm-hmm. her something as a child, whatever it was, she's just like, not my job. She caught the bus all her life. So when you say those things where it's like, a, what, what women were attacking me, I, I understand because she got up at 5.30 in the morning every day to go to University Hospital. It's two buses every day. So I can only imagine the, the fear because it wasn't no shelter shop, uh, uh, stop at our top of the street. Thank God I live at the top of the street. Mm-hmm. But it was always, fuck, you know, they don't clear those, those side streets out. So I... I came very aware in her her older age of like, all right, so what what are the public transportations for an elderly woman? Because I drop her off everywhere. So I'm like, is there any type of the, 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 there is a um uh the the minivan, the little little mini yeah. buses, whatever. Oh, the it? circulator. Yeah, it's a circulator yeah. and everything. Yeah. Some of them actually come pick you up from your house. They come drop pick you, you up location. for a dollar. Yeah, yeah. like dollar twenty five. Yeah, for a dollar, yeah. you can call and schedule it. Mm-hmm. And I try to get my mom hip to it, and the, the the whole planning it out thing, and like having them having to call twenty four hours ahead. She don't want to do that. She, she likes to be independent, but her mm-hmm. but by her independence is. Low-key, well, yeah. That's well, why you're in this predicament in exactly. the first place. Exactly. So I started to try to look into That's more wild. of those public services, because it's not just my mom, I know. It's a, it's a lot of people that probably don't have kids yeah. that are in the town, in the city, that are like, all right, well, mm-hmm. how are they getting a little bit, bit extra food this month? How are they getting to the doctors this month? How are they just going to the laundromat and just taking their clothes and all that? And... A part of this show should be to include the community more. Again, that's why we having you on. Just the the the, the get the get the mindset out there. Like, yeah, you, you can affect things right now. Having you can kids kids if you if you're on your your yeah. Xbox Live, y'all can start a little mini group on there and say, all right, well, well I'm gonna put this on Facebook or Twitter or whatever and see what and see who pops up at my. Uh, YMCA and stuff like that to have a meeting. Like those mm-hmm. things can be easily done. Whereas a kid, we, we we were still talking on the phone to our best friends, trying to trying to coordinate on the three way to go somewhere. So like True, that. If you really get deep into it, if y'all are already on there, y'all might as well just set aside some time and just start talking, hashing out. Start right talking there. about some yeah. stuff. Y'all, y'all on the system. Start yeah. talking about some stuff y'all can do. Yeah, yeah, that's um, real. Slight transition. Are you a sports person at all? Are you are you in the sports at all? Yeah. Um, yeah. Sports is my savior, man. Awesome. Uh, the 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 Browns two and one. Yeah, Browns yeah, two yeah. and one. In the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just had a and and this is a conversation. Should have been three and up, because but you y'all got kids, and I'm and I'm I'm thinking about it all that. Uh, would y'all let y'all child play football these days? Because we just seen Tua, who is the quarterback of the Dolphins. He last week was supposedly had a back problem, but it looked like a concussion for real. Mm-hmm. This week he gets hit twice. He gets hit for the last time in the second quarter. I don't say it was a hard slam, but he got slammed down. Boom! See, hit his head. Fingers went crossed. 
Yeah. Fingers went crossed. Yeah. So so this this is my thing, right? Mm-hmm. You you would know you are you're gonna know when your child is built for it or not. <laughs> Facts. Attitude, Facts. period. Yeah, right. So off right. top alone, it, it's low-key not even your choice. Yeah, yeah. You influence it by the passion you have in that sport. Yeah. So with that being said, that kid is gonna determine, like, all right, I wanna do this. Right. Then it's low key gonna be out your but, hands, but but, but but do you let them? It's but still but with the, but like, with that but with them. that being said, do you let them? I mean, it just depends on how much they want it because if they gonna train for it, yeah. If you think about it, a quarterback is the only player who can't really prepare for his hit. He don't practice getting hit. You can't practice. practice they practice not hitting the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. He don't practice taking hits. He don't yeah. practice going out there to hit somebody. So when he's standing still at zero miles per hour getting hit by a 35-mile-per-hour man, yeah. I mean, that a, is the a most car dangerous crash. spot on the field. It's a car yeah. crash. It's yeah. definitely a car now, crash. alone, you got the other players who are going 35 and 35. So it's like... yeah. But with that being said, a lot of players are are learning how to properly fall down. Mm-hmm. They're learning how to hit, take that tackle. The tackles are becoming different. But as a quarterback, I mean, it, if if you don't prepare, almost, if you key. don't prepare your body for this Blind particular side, the left particular side. spot, you you gonna you gonna suffer the replica, uh, repercussions. Mm-hmm. Second, um, that man got cleared. I don't even. Qu- I, Quote, quote, unquote, unquote clear. clear. So I don't even know how to feel about that. Yeah. You feel me? Because they were supposed to be working in his best interests. Let alone so, you working in your own. So I get you going out association. <laughs> I get you going out there like, I got to get this in. I got to win this game. But at the same time, it's like, bro. It's a business, bro. Doing an investigation on the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. It's a business. It is a business. And, that's, and, and they didn't know Tua was going to be that good. These Dang. first three games, we gotta Dang. keep you in as long as we can. At, at this point, okay. And Tua don't want to lose his job because he because he came in on the hot seat. He doing good. I'm not mm. go, coming off for nothing. And on top of that, your backup was low key nice. That's what he ex- got the ex- interception. Ex- so when it comes, it's Teddy Bridgewater too. Teddy's a great backup. He comes in, he plays. They still win games. He just has those interceptions type moments. He can't take care of the ball. And when it 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 do we. Do we, are we blaming anybody? Is this a is this a is this a, a organizational thing because they are getting investigated, or is this a tool thing, saying, "Hey, bro, you should be thinking about your career in ten years, not winning these six games now because you're not going to be able to spell if you keep going on this route." I feel like. And that's what I'm like. It, de- up it, de- about it with, depends with, with, on with football. I feel like it depends yeah. on his particular outcome, because if it comes out negative, then then the question is who you blame. Bro, he was on the ground for five and a half minutes, mm. not moving. Mm. Yeah, carried off on a stretcher. Didn't even put a thumb up or nothing like that. I think it's more yeah. so questioning, like, what did you not see? Yeah. You feel me? Like, like we clearly saw what you saw with Mayhem. But what, what was, what was you missing? Like, how did you see? Here's the crazy part about it: we saw him stumble on camera last week. Yeah. That that wasn't a back. Ah, oh, my back. That was a. I'm woozy. I'm going back down because yeah. I thought I could run off the field, and they said it was a back. And Somebody. it's a lot of players that probably saw that and was like, oh, bro, I know exactly what that is, and I'm not gonna say nothing. And 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 it's 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 a crazy. I came into this season of football 
I saw like a college team playing for the first time. I am, I am, I think I'm too old to watch this now. <laughs> that hurt me from here. I'm just seeing these people just get bam, bam, bam. I'm like, oh. My thing is the little, the like to me, they look smaller than the people I'm used to seeing on the field, mm. right? So it's like y'all hitting that hard. <laughs> Imagine it was like, if we had that speed with I mean, the size, well, that's where you get yeah. the Aaron Donalds. Like, oh my God! You get the Aaron Donalds, the uh, the, the, the Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. Get like we had an Aaron Donalds in, in, on our line who was who you you would assume it was a teacher. Yeah, <laughs> like you assumed that he was a, a, a forty-five year old man, man. But, and indeed he was seventeen. Yeah, full six, grown man six, beard, four. like no beard. <laughs> Six, four. On a 17-year-old. Like, what, <laughs> bro? Like, come on, I know exactly what you're talking about. This is just, just huge. <laughs> and they're like that. They're even like that now at 12. And it's like, all right, so we're, so am I putting... If, if if my child walks in at a smooth 5'5 five, five at 10 years old, all right, cool. Cool, right? But there's a six-foot, 12-year-old that, that he's playing against <laughs> that I got a 6'6 six, six at that. It could be 6'6. Six, six. Could, yeah. could be 6'3 at this point. Over six foot twelve year old that he got to go play against. That's the quarterback, the running back, the, the wide receiver, the strong safety. Yeah. <laughs> the crazy part is they're popping out like like it's b- beforehand. It was like damn, that's rare. Now yeah. it's like oh no, another one. It's breeding. It's, yeah, it's like another one, another <laughs> one, another breeding. one. It's like it's no. called saying I like, want somebody over this height and she got to be over this height. You feel as it's well like the technology we got to train these kids. We're to going be to the, the track. monster that we want them to <laughs> We're be. We're going to the track. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. It's a new, yeah, and it's a new mindset too because a lot of them just dedicated. I mean, and they just you, be on and, it. And you can get paid. Yeah. The uh, the kid Mikey Williams in in, in basketball. Yep. Now he getting he, paid. He signed a Puma. He signed a Puma for some M's, mm. for some M's, oh, and up, he's yeah. and he's still he's still a junior. It's not his senior year yet. That's dope. So he he went on um I think uh I think it's I am athlete podcast, and he's talking about just like knowing you it already, but trying to mitigate it being a kid. Like he's a business already. Man, he's yo, already a business. He's, that's that's amazing. He's he's already a business. So he's, he's talking about like, okay, I got this handle and this. I got this handle and this. Um, and they're like, so where do you find time just to be a kid? Be a kid. He's like, yeah, I, I play some games sometimes, but like, I'm focused right now. Like, this is there's a there's an end goal, and I see it. And I'm like, I can't, I like I gotta respect that because if this was any other profession, like if, if, if he was a genius at, at that age, he'll be doing all the college courses, the math courses, and trying to be a scientist mm-hmm. at 16 already. Yeah. The, you, you go overseas, they got these soccer players in there from, yeah. they don't really go to school. Shit, look, they got, for music, you, you starting off at, at what, two years old, yeah, if, and you being bred to be a, a prodigy. Yeah, you feel me like? You're getting tutored. Yeah, you're so this ain't nothing different. different. And then you're going off to play music. You're not going to school for eight hours. You're, you're yeah. playing the instrument for eight hours, then you're tutoring it. That's part. such a big deal, though, man. It made me think about, uh, like, when I was in high school, um, I forget what the little sports, but it was like who's who in sports, mm-hmm. right? And, like, you would get your rating in basketball and this and that. It was statewide. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember we had a couple of guys that was in our high school that was ranked higher than LeBron at the time because mm-hmm. LeBron was, like, a rookie or something like mm-hmm. that. I mean, it was like a rookie. A freshman. Uh, a freshman, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just thinking about, like, 
just being able to hover around LeBron, like, on that rating list and being able to monetize that now, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, Social if that media opportunity was available. Yeah, I mean, alone. it's just, just crazy just the, the shift in the culture and just how many opportunities just kind of created by just the digitization of everything, you know? They were um, talking to Reggie Bush as well. Mm. And they talk about how college Reggie Bush should have been re- way richer than pro NFL Reggie oh. Bush if he would have uh. monetized yeah. his life. NCAA alone. The football, the football game. <laughs> Alone, game, he should have gotten came up. Like Bush. he was on the front, he was on the cover. Those juke moves were his juke moves. Every juke move on the game was Reggie Bush's juke moves. They didn't Hands make down. up any other juke moves. They took every one of his juke moves and were his juke moves for the entire game series. The only thing they did was change the speed. Yeah, they changed the speed, and of course, Reggie his, Bush had the fastest his, speed. The behind the back with the ball, and then you stop on the boom, and you keep running. That's a Reggie Bush move that. I've never seen beforehand, but, 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 but in that level, yeah. and he's on there. He's talking about it like that. Dave tarnished his name and took away the Heisman, and he to this day says, "I never took any money." What they're talking about is a house that a family friend who was a real estate agent had on the market. They got kicked out of their place, evicted because their owner of their house sold their house. Huh? Just just sold it and didn't tell the landlord or, or or them anything, and they had to move in a month. Friend of the family, I got y'all. That's what the NCAA said that because he paid for it. No, the the they say that the friend is is the one uh, trying to get paying something for Reggie to go to school there, I guess, or what, what, whatever they try to spend it towards. It was like here's a payment and it's a house. And that came back, I, I think, when, as soon as he got in the league, it came back out. They took the Heisman the second year he was in the league. He got hurt that third year and won the Super Bowl that fourth year. I knew he did get him a ring. He got him a ring, he got but, him a ring with the Saints, but he, but wasn't was a, he wasn't a star. It was Mark Ingram in there then. Yeah. And he was running around, and he, he he was just catching the ball for real. But he couldn't stay, he couldn't stay healthy. And a lot of that would have been different. Like, imagine how different that would have been if they didn't put that stigma on his name. I think he would have had a different... His career... Well, if he didn't get hurt, too. If he didn't get hurt, but but, but the the recognition of his talent mm-hmm. at USC would have been higher because they, they, don't, they, they don't talk about him. They don't show his highlights. They don't give him a banner. They don't... <laughs> They don't do anything like and player ninety nine. Yeah, player ninety nine. Basically, <laughs> he's, he's, he, he, he's just there. Yeah. But they gave Matt Liner all the, the accolades and like uh, who was his backup there? He went to Tennessee, Henry, or or no, Ladanian. He had a backup that was a big, a big running back that went and he he gets more props. But all them dudes, oh, Thompson. Ladanian Thompson. Was that what you were supposed to say? It sounded like, felt like you were I, I want to say that, but ain't that for the Chargers? It just, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah it, but, it's another, yeah. I think it's another LD, some type okay. thing. But yeah. anyway, uh, LaShawn McCord was saying how he went to visit and Matt Liner had a Bentley, receiver had a Hummer, and Reggie was like, you ain't see no knowledge driving because I wasn't driving. I didn't even have a car. 
So like even that, I was like, well, he don't. Why would he lie now? There's no reason to lie. Retired out the game, mm-hmm. like what is he lying about? And this? now you getting paid for it now too. You like, can get paid for it to be okay. Pacman was like, I got paid. <laughs> I, they paid me. I came and I, I took that money. Right. Pacman was like, hey, I took that money and and, and I'm glad I would take it again. Cause he didn't make it to the league, did he? No, no. I mean, like, like really, like had a good I'm, career. No, he uh, Pacman was with the Cowboys, Cincinnati. He just kept getting arrested and in trouble and shit like that. Bar fights and all that shit. White boy? No, Pac-Man Jones, bro, with the dreads, bro. Pac-Man Jones. Oh, <laughs> Pac-Man Jones. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I need to talk about now. Yeah. But who wouldn't take that money though? You know what I'm that's saying? That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> you can't take tell it? me like, like, but like I guess struggling. Reggie did. I guess you Reggie struggling. did. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like the ones that didn't take it was Reggie because even, even got, if your college life is cool. I bet you back home isn't as cool as your Can't college life. Cool. You gonna be if somebody offering you a real bag, hey, you gonna be Texas thinking about man, my mom's. Is, you know, I can get her about the neighborhood. I can do that. I can do that. Oh, I can send my little kids, my little sister, oh, my sauce. All and your siblings can is, go to that college. And the worst part is your family can't even accept the money on your behalf. That's yeah, the dumbest right. part about it, though. Right. So, so the loophole that that we were talking about earlier before. Before this came down as a new uh, uh, rule was, if you had a child and you got a slogan, catchphrase, and you put a part of that business in their name. Mm-hmm. So you, you can have a business in your child's name and get them all the business credits you want. So I, so as they're coming up, that slogan, whatever, they, they wearing the t-shirts for it because that's just y'all family business. Y- y- y'all got a, re- re- a restaurant, y'all got a shoe, a shoe yeah. line, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. But that's just y'all slogan. And he can it's big baller that. right there. That's big baller. Big brand. baller. That, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's big baller. Brand. Big baller. Exactly. Brand. <laughs> One more um, sports thing, and then we're gonna wrap it up soon. Uh, uh, the Ime Udoka scandal. I'm not in here to to judge anybody on what they're doing and who they're doing it with. I'm not something I will really too verse on it. So Ime Udoka is the Celtics coach. Right. They suspended him for the year okay. after going to the finals last year. Right. For a year. He's the head coach, right? Head coach. Yeah. Head coach. Uh probably around thir- he 36, 6'8. Pretty handsome, pretty handsome fella. Let me mm-hmm. say that. Pretty handsome fella. This man dating Neil Long. Dating Neil Long. Pretty handsome. Like I said, pretty handsome fella. Dating Neil Long. Just moved her to uh, the Boston area. And they suspend him for a year for a consensual relationship with a staffer, is what the Celtics first responded with. Mm. So everybody around the, the social medias and sports center, all that's like, why a whole year for something that a lot of people probably do in the workplace? Well, it's said that it wasn't just one staffer, it was a multitude of staffers. Oh, yeah, because uh, what's his name? Um... Matt Barnes. Matt was Barnes like, had to take it, was like it back. A whole lot worse. Yeah, had to take it back. Was. I was like, what the so it's most of the staffers, and it's uh, 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 they told him to stop. That was the kicker. It was like, hey, bro, we know what you're doing. Can you chill out a little bit? It's getting a little, it get a little wild over here now. The last straw, he went after the secretary to the VP. Mm-hmm. May have been an unwanted pregnancy there. Oh, oh my God. So they had to 
and they can't fire him. My man's wildin'. Wildin'. Can't fire him because because it wasn't in the rules to be fired. It was, it was a suspension. It wasn't in the rules. It wasn't in the uh, the How, code of conduct. Explain an unwanted pregnancy. Exactly. So how is there no firing involved? Well, as in they, it wasn't a planned pregnancy type thing. They was they shouldn't have been fucking around. They got caught because she was on the the uh, the phone, I guess, talking to him or about him, and 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 her husband heard the ring, the uh, heard it through the ring camera. So she on the porch. Oh, what he tune running? Email. Who pregnant? Bitch, what you talking turned, about? Turned up, turned up. So now everybody's talking about um, should they fire him because he'll get another job. <laughs> he'll get another job quickly. Should they keep him? Can he even go back to that? Is it going to be even like respect factor and all that? And. There's a lot of pundits that are like he making me feel he got a lot of unwanted pregnancies in that in that uh, corporation. It's a lot of pundits who yeah. are saying if he if everything in there is consensual, should the woman be fired too or 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 suspended as well? So now there's a, a both sides where it's like don't blame the victim, and the other side is like is there a victim because it's all consensual? Is it consensual? That's what they're saying. But if it is, why is it mm-hmm. such a long suspension instead of? Go home for a couple months. Maybe he got a sex addiction. And that's what they're saying. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe he got to go. Maybe he got to go to rehab or something like they that. They told him to stop trying to fuck staff members. They, they told him to stop doing <laughs> it. Not, 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 stop not, not fucking stop. the staff members. Trying to fuck or or no, fucking. No, trying, no, no. Stop doing it. Period. Stop. <laughs> stop <laughs> fucking your staff members. Because he was running through them. They crazy. said he oh was, and they it had to be some internal beef. It had to be some. See, I kind of, I kind of understand why. Like, there's an absurdity to it mm-hmm. to a degree, right? Like, you keep thinking like staff members. Like, so there's a million women that just don't work for the Celtics, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so just pick one of them, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But also, you got to think about like the profession. You know, like how much time he's probably spending throughout the day with some variation of a, of like coaching ensemble yeah. staff. Uh, just the team, at the, office, yeah, the yeah. whole, yeah, the whole, not like his entire existence, even the off season in the off season for him, he's scouting with, right, you know, right. this and that, yeah, you and know what I'm saying. The worst part about it was social media got a hold of it and just started blaming the wrong woman. Just start mm. like, oh, she it because she was the most attractive. It was a, yeah, a fine yeah, yeah, assistant yeah, yeah. coach next to him. Was like, yeah. oh yeah, she did it. Yeah, <laughs> I saw the phone. And I bet he had no relations. No with her. relationship. She, yeah. she married. She was like, it wasn't me. Blah blah blah. Uh, you <laughs> you know not a child with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she like, it's not me. It's not me. I would have snitched the first day. So they're saying that that's gonna like it should be re- revealed sooner or later with all the information, but. So far, I've gotten that it was a, a v, the, the VP's assistant that he. he we don't even need to know all that stuff. Exactly. Man. This is exactly. Just ridiculous. <laughs> again, the media ain't got nothing else. It's still baseball season. Like hey, football so going, yeah, it's so going, but it ain't going. Going. They need. They need to add like, extra three hours. Hey, guess what, y'all? <laughs> Scan- scandal in the yeah. NBA. And and, and oh, you just. Man, please. I'm gonna wrap it up with this. Kendrick Perkins, man. Kendrick Perkins is a funny dude. Hey, he, he wait, wait. Wait, because I, I saw that he was in the video. Now, was he really in the video with no. those clips? Because those look like clips to me. The, what what Maul is talking about is there's a Detroit rapper that was on Say Cheese that made a, a music video where he's 
a pundit on a sports center show, mm-hmm. and he and it's called Kendrick Perkins, and the hook is like, "Let me talk about shit." I'm Kendrick Perkins, mm-hmm. and so he has like him in a box. It's Kendrick is perfect it's though, perfect. perfectly, very good. The green, like the editing is crazy. I, I'll send it to you. It's really the good. Editing it's is pretty crazy. good. <laughs> and he and it's perfect green screen where he looks like he's on the ESPN shows and he's rapping and he's like got a cup of laying in his hand. Because at one point you see it just it, you can tell that it was edited in. Yeah. But at some point it's just like it looked real. Is you really like it looked real? Yeah. It looked. <laughs> it, it was great editing on his part. Whoever the guy is, real good. But Kendrick Perkins doesn't give a fuck. That's why they're bringing it up because he really doesn't give a fuck and he was adamant about no. We need to know who this girl is and she needs to be submitted too. I'm, and and. Thank God for black women. The black woman host was like, okay, look, Perk, <laughs> I get what you're saying. And she went on like a good three-minute cleanup forum. Yeah. <laughs> it was like commercial. Yeah. And then he let yeah. him get a response back yeah. into it. Cause she knew it was like, you trying to get suspended too, aren't you, brother? You trying to get suspended. Mm-hmm. No, you trying to get canceled, really. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was <laughs> sports. Sports in a, a, a handbag. Oh. Brent Favre. Let's bring some light to this Brent Favre shit. Stealing $5 million from a Mississippi welfare fund. Stealing. Stealing. Stealing, Brent. Stealing. Hey. Stealing. Mr. Favre himself. To build a volleyball (laughs) stadium for his daughter. His daughter's team. That's what it was for. Getting no press. Getting no press at all. And this is not Brent Favre's first... Dealing too. He got I'm gonna say of, like it's this got is a lot of new that a white man stole some money from a charity fund in America. <laughs> and we, but and they, the fact that you just said that they done it was that before. for a volleyball, volleyball court, volleyball they never stadium, did that before, a stadium man. for volleyball, <laughs> what? volleyball stadium, volleyball hey, stadium. Hey, bro. Mississippi that's, that's some cartel welfare? shit right there, for Mississippi, real. Mississippi, it's some Ozark shit. It, some, the Mississippi yeah. welfare system, like you know how poor Mississippi is. This stuff from them. <laughs> we gonna we we not gonna forget about. It. I'm gonna bring that up again, Brett Favre. Because <laughs> that's shit like that, that happened like down south like that. We don't never hear about. We not hearing about it now. <laughs> that's the crazy part. He's a super Six months later, <laughs> who who is actively being investigated right now because of his dealings. And we're not talking about it because they were they were to talk about uh, fucking Tua or or yeah. this Eme thing where there's actively you know what? stolen and it's, it's, it's stolen or you can't get the money back. The, the stadium's built. Stadium built. Done. <laughs> so <laughs> they- that bitch down brick by yeah, brick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> he got to pay it back. That that's alone is, 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 is wild. I want so to get wait, that wait, out wait, there. Wait, 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 like Brett Favre- it, after his retirement, after the after yeah. his retirement, he looks he seems like the perfect person for this particular position. Like yeah. that's like the evil guy in some comedian movie about mm. stuff. Let's not forget the dick pics either. <laughs> he got it through. Let's not forget the dick pics. He got what now? He was sending out dick pics to people. He's a comedian. Oh, he he had a couple scandals. It wasn't his wife either. It was not his wife. So Brad Farber is not the 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 angel that they paint him to be at all. I don't think he ever was. I mean, hey. Hey. Well, at a certain age, you can't take them as an angel, bro. Yeah, well, that's just how I go. That's the, that's what you when you're rich and rich. and you can all the be in the mix. You get you get that shit off. But I'm not gonna forget that, Brett. I'm not. <laughs> the way we like to wrap up the show is, we go around and say what we're reading, watching, or listening to, and we will start with Ma. Tell us what you're reading, watching, or listening uh, to. Something. Watching, I just watched Imperfect on uh, Netflix. Imperfect, the Imperfects. Um, It's pretty solid. It's basically like supernatural meets science 
world-ish type shit because basically he just genetically modified everybody's uh, DNA and now you low-key got some interest in uh, safe shit and shit that might be like supernatural type shit. It's pretty cool. Six episodes, I mean, or no, ten episodes. It's pretty solid. Can't complain on that. Um, I'm back and forth on if I'm really going to watch this Jeffrey Donald shit. For like the simple fact is this: I had more white people ask me, "Did I watch it?" Uh, than I had black people ask me, "Did I watch it?" I don't like that. And that part makes me feel some type of way because they say it's good, and I was like, I don't need to hear you tell me that it's good. See, it's no matter how intention that you have, but I really don't like it. Like finding out the background of it, like I really don't need that. Piss me off. (laughs) Like I don't need that. And. It's gonna piss me off, and knowing that it's true. Yeah, how, that's the killer part. About it. It's very that true. they got with it. They they're saying like the like the scenes are almost photographically the same as. I think that, that there's an energy in that, and I don't think I need, really need that energy mm-hmm. right now in me. Just just. Who's <laughs> just, just, just trying to get it canceled? I'm like, shit. Should I watch before it get canceled? I Do mean, I really need to watch this? But, but like, there's tons of docs out already. It's what? just that they've dramatized this to make him. Look a little bit more humanized. They trying to like tell trying a to story. Explain the monster side. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They're trying to tell a story about him, and it's not. The, the, there's no story to tell. He was just a monster that mm-hmm. preyed on the crack area, black people in the hood. Like, there's nothing cute about it, but they're making it cute. They're like the the, the memes of of the uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, you thought I was feeling you? Well, nigga, you lunch like that. It, the culture is pushing it to be the, the, the like the, the like the number one stream thing because you water everything down that's because we because we're, we're desensitized yeah like yeah that's crack era I don't even know where it's at but that city but we, but we, we don't see it as that could be our city we can know that because there was a fucking serial killer down down in the west side mm-hmm. doing whatever he's doing kidnapping people and shit like that like there's a no it's my neighborhood Anthony Sowell yeah mm-hmm. exactly exactly yeah. so when we think about like I don't want to see the fucking Netflix series about that shit I mean you must have kind of saw that thought bubble over my head because yeah. as you was kind of talking about that that was my first like thought right mm-hmm. it's like just kind of living so close to that space I remember getting off from the library and uh no, getting up from the shoe store. I was still working in a shoe store. Mm-hmm. I was leaving the shoe store. I'd leave, leave the library and then go to the shoe store, do sales report, and leave. We were going to uh, Imperial every day that week, and there was a different group of folks, and it was like 50, 60 people every single night that I got off from work. Mm-hmm. I'd be there, and this is summer, so it's like 8.30 at night, and it's still... You know, sun setting the whole night. It's still 25 people out there just talking. People drove from Bedford here, there. I mean, over the course of that week, mm-hmm. I met so many different people there. And it was just such an outpouring of just emotion. And even like the long term ripple effects of it. I remember there was this lady that people, that she used to like walk up and down the street on Buckeye. And, um, you know, people would just kind of like, you know, not paying no attention or saying nasty things about her. Like her downward spiral was her niece being in, 
you know, one of the victims there, right? Mm -hmm. And so now she's just kind of roaming the streets and this and that. But if you don't know that back half of her, you just kind of look at a drug her addict. She's just right a drug addict, or something uh, like that. mentally yeah. insane, whatever you want to call it. Even thinking about it, so even just think about like again a series that would just kind of dehumanize like that entire like ripple effect. Um, just so you can I didn't even think about screen, it like that. That's yeah. only like yeah. they, they do it so you can show it on the screen. But it's happening in different in different ways too. I even think like, and this is like not to uh, like trivialize the, mm -hmm. the death of the of the Dahmer series, but I think like even that Tyson series, right, the mm -hmm. one that was on Hulu, like yeah. he had nothing to do with it, yeah. and he was like the dude ran crazy. off with his story and the whole nine. It's and like because they can put that little part in the beginning. This is based off yeah true stories, but it's not the true exact things, and it, it covers yeah. them legally, so they can take your, your yeah. whole life story. They can take your whole life story. <laughs> and add with whatever they want to it and say, this is Jamal's life story. Based <laughs> off of these events. Yeah, but based off of these events and some dra some, some dramatization of it. Yo, who's playing you if, 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 if in your life story? Who's playing you? I mean, gotta who, be an unknown. It's gonna be younger than me, I guess. So. Gotta be an unknown. I don't think there's nobody currently nobody that I want to play. play. me but me, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, so yeah, that... This is a great part you brought up. No, I need dark skin, brother. I don't know. <laughs> Where are you done with your uh your reading watch um, listening to? Yeah, cause yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. Oh no, shit. and I also uh I was doing Ander too. Um uh I just went on like a nice little binge, four episodes of, of, of Ander the Star Wars shit. Oh, oh, um um it's called Andor. 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 Yeah. I want Andor. I don't know that. And and was it good? It's pretty it's it's good, but because I don't have all of it, it's not really explaining what his actual part is. Because yeah. it's supposed to be based off of Rogue, some attached to Rogue One. Yeah. Bottom line, when they got the the map for the Death Star shit. So I don't know what he really accomplished during this time frame, but you're supposed to be finding out. So. Okay. I'm not a, I'm not big on Star Wars. Anyway, it took me, it took me what? What the pandemic basically for real? Yep, up yeah. until the for me yeah. to understand yeah, what was going yeah, on. Yeah, you came in and told <laughs> us to understand. Like, I'm running through the Star Wars, man. I ain't shit else to do. <laughs> yeah, bro. And I didn't. I couldn't. I'm like, man. For years, I would ask my brother. So I was like, bro, can you explain this shit? Because yeah. I just don't get it. Yeah. Like it's just it's so much. And I was like, I, yeah. I don't understand. Prequels and shit, all that. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Julian, yes, sir. What are you reading, watching, or listening to, sir? Uh. Well, I'll be honest, I really don't have too much free time during the day. But mm -hmm. what I have been going back to reading-wise is a uh, kind of like a work manual, um, but it's uh, it's called When People Care Enough to Act. Okay. And it's, a, uh, it's about asset-based community development. So just kind of picking up on, uh, on um, you know, with some years under my belt with the, like, doing the actual work, it was just kind of interesting to go back to some of the language and, and, and just kind of pick up on different parts of it and just kind of fill in what I've uh, um, kind of learned the hard way and, you know, this yeah. and that. And, you know, again, it was, to me, it was just kind of checks and balances, seeing where I was at, um, put myself on the scale, so to speak. Uh, so I've been going back to that a lot. Um, I always, I mean, it's a lot of stuff I always go back and forth mm -hmm. to. Um, but that right now has been one of the, one of the um, books that I've been picking up a lot uh, lately. Um, listening to, I mean, it's New Music Friday, so I'm always listening. I'm always searching. Yeah. You know, I'm always put, looking for something, but um, there's never seems to never seems to be any much anything. Yeah. You know, so it is what it is. Yeah. Um, 
But um, yeah, I'm a, uh, you know, sometimes I get in my grooves. I'm a SoundCloud digger okay. at times, you know. So I always kind of like trying to find still the pockets and stuff. That's, yeah. You know, you are still you uh, yeah. you dig for music then. If you, yeah, that's yeah. that's where it's at. I'm still on I mean, because look, yeah. we're sound SoundCloud like enthusiasts. That's where we got our start at. Was, yeah. was the SoundCloud yeah. when, like when the it was college bubbling. legend and shit. Yeah, I feel yeah. like yeah. we were the first. Oh yeah, couple we people were on the platform that made a couple what four. Yeah, yeah, we we're, we're, we're on a few. Yeah, we got, yeah. we got, we got them. And that search of just finding, like, oh, this is new, and he only got a hundred followers, and he yeah. he got all this music. All right, yeah. this is, a, I'm a fan, and like, yeah. I hope you keep making it. Like, I love that. Era. That was a great era. That was a super good era. I mean, you still, I mean, you know, yeah. most of the time when you're kind of in community or whatnot, I mean, it's another thing that COVID kind of disrupted. But there would always be like these little beat sessions, and you know. The uh, local producers, I don't want to say local, because yeah. they're not limited to where they, you no, know, to of course, but, you producer know. wise, definitely not. Yeah, yeah, but everyone so. that lives, approximately. Yeah, you can go hang out. <laughs> you know, chat. you hang out and play vibes and stuff like that. And I mean, that that to me, like, that was just such a, uh, um, now, like, having, not, not necessarily having it in the last two years, like, I romanticize with the moments, right? Like, man, I miss... Just kind of being in community and just hearing some new dope shit. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like I miss that, but mm -hmm. that's why we do this. We, yeah. get to, we get to talk to these these artists and get that unreleased music stuff they work on. Like, hey, put this out now. Bro. It's always sound like I remember like yeah. when the first yeah. time I heard like what like Boss Bird ENT and like mm -hmm. uh, was this uh, was I want to call them certified G's, but they wouldn't call that at that time. World Camp and all. Uh, World Camp and all. Yeah, them. yeah mm -hmm. like when they first came, like that was like a bubble, like. Like hearing music at that, that was time frame, like, too. that was like you playing that on the page. You had a you had a search for your city to find a music, mm -hmm. like River Skittles. Oh, like man. you had a search wow. for your music. What in, happened in to Skittles? What, what, what? She moved to Atlanta. This mother shit. Is her name oh, still Skittles? Did it change? Oh, she probably had to change it. I'm, I'm pretty sure she probably oh, had to change it. Is she still Skittles? Yeah, she still Skittles. She probably spell it different. I just know she moved Skittles. to Atlanta. Mm. I thought she was doing. Uh, she was doing T-shirts. She was doing the Cupcake Mafia or Cupcake whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, she was doing things. the Cupcake okay. Mafia. Yeah, so, yeah. That stuff was all uh -huh. over. But stuff like that, like you know, like you just brought me back in the day when it was just bubbled, and you just you find out about a Cleveland artist, you be like, oh yeah, I'm on it. Let's do it. Bro. Same thing right like uh, now. It's yeah. like without this, I wouldn't even know. Look, Corey Bates, fucking mm -hmm. Corey Bates, that that was just that Corey wave Bates. was Shout just yeah. That, that was a crunk era to me. That was that, that was my crunk. Yo, that era was a good moment though, yeah, man. I mean, it felt like we were kind of creating our own little thing. Yeah. And I feel like we spot. created cap rap. Oh, personally, that's, yeah. that's why I feel like yeah. Cleveland created created that shit. That's why I feel like. I mean, if, yeah. if we. It, if there was a, we might have to do it. If there was a documentary on cap rap and its connection to Texas and the swang dolls and yeah. the pop and truck candy paint era, I'm not saying mixture, but just down south shit and some and some, down, and some down, east coast. Everybody got yeah, it. everybody it's, got Ken fucking down south and uh, and they brought it directly. We, we still do a car a car show on Sundays here and everything. Well, you know, Cleveland man, we we are just such a broad cross section of people. I mm -hmm. mean, all our folks are from. You know, somewhere. South, deep south. You know what I'm saying? Deep and south. the flip side is, is that most our biggest export is people. Mm. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, so yeah. Oh, we yeah. are everywhere but yeah. Cleveland. If you, you travel anywhere outside of Cleveland, you got on a Cleveland hat, Indian oh, hat, whatever it is. Yeah. Hey, bro, where, where you from? Bro? You instantly <laughs> family because you, you, know, you know the block, yeah, you know the street. You been bro, I'm about to like, turn my meter off for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, that's love, bro. Yeah, like, yeah that's real. It's a, you, you instantly become 
because you don't know how much it is to get out of there. Yeah. So to see somebody out here striving and doing the thing, that's why I would say when you like when you meet somebody out in Cali, yeah. that's from Cleveland, it's, it's a different energy from them. Like, hey man, I, I want to show you this, I want to show you that. Like, I, I think that there's such like a monolithic experience though being from Cleveland though as well, mm-hmm. right? Like you kind of naturally got a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like you got a little bit of that. You got like, it. You yeah. said you, you you can sense you can sense the, the, yeah. the danger in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's a, a mall. It's something going on. Like, you feel that over there? Yeah, I feel it. It's something something going on in here. Like, it's it's definitely a Cleveland thing. The 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 I don't say the blue collarness, but the but the work ethic, like like you know, if you gotta, if, if, again, if you got out, hustle. you yeah. had to hustle to get out of it. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you didn't get handed a silver spoon, and we could have, but you you still had to hustle to get. Well, this is where the hustles are perfected, though. Mm-hmm. Oversaturated markets, you yes. know what I'm saying, in tight spaces. So I mean, that's what Cleveland is, right? It's I a like lot that. of people doing a lot of the same stuff. I mean, and we're, the ones that shine shine through hard. Oh and, yeah, absolutely. And if you can't shine through this, what's your first? What's your next thing, man? I'm about to leave, bro. I'm going to so and so. I'm about to bubble out there. And nine times out of ten, you t- that hustle just transfers somewhere else, and it's what it, it takes. Yeah. So you know. This is where stars are, are are refined and made, you know. Are are you done with your reading, watching, listening? Cause I got good transition for that. Yeah. So there's an HBO show called The Hype. The Hype is a fashion show. Uh, shout awesome. out to Sierra Boyd from she on there? from Frisk Me Good. She made it on there, bruh. For the new season. For the new season, season hey. two. God, I'm not gonna say what what, what what happens. She kills it. They love her. Gets a deal with Marnie. On, on, on some like some wedding shit. I don't know if you know who Marnie is. She does the uh, yeah. the, yeah, the fuck, talk furry about joints, yeah. all the furry shit. So I, I guess they have a. Uh, you can say it on her gram now. She has a, a she designs for for the Beyonce line, mm. and they're gonna do a collaborative thing with the Beyonce line and Marnie and Frisk Me Good. That's fire! And shout out to you, Sierra. Because that's shout that's out to you, yeah. And I'm not gonna say how to how what the show did, but yeah, fuck that. Wasn't your fault. Was not your fault. I gotta watch it now. <laughs> it's, it's good as fuck. I, I waited. It's a good ass show. Yeah, because I watched the first season, but I ain't watched the second season. And yet. there's a dude from, from Columbus that do yeah. the, the Ohio. Um, oh, the Midwest kid. No, uh, um, Ohio is hustler. No, Ohio is only for hustlers. Or something. Uh, only for hustlers. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, he's on there. Yeah, killing it, doing this thing. Yeah, keeping it super Ohio and shit like that. Nigo or something like yes, that. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, NGO. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So he's yeah. on there. So we're very much so represented. represented yeah, great. Because you don't really see us in a lot of shows and, on TV. But when you yeah. shine through, yeah, Sierra been shining through so hard, yeah. bro. Because she was doing the shit with the shoes. She, she would remake the shoes ex- ex- into like so dresses she, and shit like so, that. So a, a thing with her on the show, and, and they say it as soon as she really got on there. She likes to upcycle. So upcycling, she, she reuses a lot of stuff to make the, the new stuff. Mm-hmm. She ain't bringing none of her stuff with her. It was all new fabrics and all that. She didn't really get to do her thing. And then it turns out how it turns out. But great show. Go watch it. Um, I got him back into anime. Jutsu Tension. Jutsu Tension? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, that shit was hard. Um... You came in a good time because come back in like what January or next month. Okay, bet, bet, bet. I, I watched the movie recently too. I watched the. Uh, what you watching on? Crunchyroll. I start paying for it. Oh, you gotta pay for it. Yeah, yeah, y- 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 start paying for it. Yeah. 
Um, I'm listening to. Let me get that login in, bro. How many subscriptions? Man, it's a lot. I got a lot of subscriptions. I'm, I'm, I'm about to go buy cable for real. I ain't gonna lie to you. Nah, cable ain't oh, enough. No, you still don't. Know. <laughs> it's still not the same. Cable ain't yeah. enough. They don't give you the power, bro. That's yeah. it. They just don't give you the power. Um, I'm listening to that new Tory. Um, I ran through it. Going to listen on some pass by. It's pretty much smooth. It's twenty. It's twenty songs. Songs. Um, no skips if you it, it, like like on some annoying shit. We kind of all blends together. He give you a lot of different vibes on there. He rapping, he singing. It, it's a good album. It's a really good album. I still look like Alone at the Prime more than anything. I think that's probably like the top ten albums of like the last few years for real. It's it mm-hmm. just it just hit different. Um, yeah, man, that's it for me. It's a good, good show. I'm glad you came by, man. Julian, thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. N- n- now that, that you've been here, you can come back and be a third mic and, and have you people know, and talk, talk some to stuff. anything. You got to talk to Yo, any conversation. You know, I love uh, just kind of uh, jumping in here and there. It's like a double Dutch game. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. Y'all keep the convo flowing. I just kind of jump in. Yeah, here just and shoot some shots. Spot, that's so. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we very much so appreciate you. Thanks for it, sir. Anything to shout out? Anything you got coming up? Any. Yeah, I mean, there's always stuff going on. Um, we got the uh, the food truck. Food truck is uh, on Instagram. Famous Angus food truck. Hell yeah. Uh, Where you park at? Uh, in my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I mean, I, I work a job. I you oh, know, okay. I got another small business. My other business is printing. So I, I run a uh, t-shirt company, uh, printing company called Cleveland Over Everything. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we've been doing that for some time. And um, that's really like my day-to-day. So I do everything from uh, business cards to uh, vinyl graphics and backdrops and uh, window decals and floor decals. And you think it, we ink it. You know what I'm saying? So we're doing a whole lot of stuff. Plus uh, embroidery. Um, it's a, just a multitude of, of, of uh, practices. So there's that Cleveland over everything, um, bunch of community stuff, uh, neighborhood connections is, uh, where I work. And, uh, you know, if you really want to get involved with some neighborhood stuff, go to those neighbor nights, um, go to neighbor, uh, neighborhoodgrants.org and, uh, you know, catch up on those community calendars, jump into some stuff. Uh, find that fit, you know what I'm Dope. saying? You know, all uh, all uh, uh, everyone's uh, needed. You know, everybody's uh, perspective is valuable. So, you know, the table is big enough, you know? Yes, everybody right. can eat, you know? So, for sure. come down with us. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. That is super dope. And I didn't know, I, 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 well, I didn't know. I forgot about the claiming over everything business. I forgot that. You, you So many hats, right? You got so many hats. It's dope. So many. All right, people. That is another show. As that, I think we got out of here on time for you, man. I appreciate you, as that. King Mona, I appreciate you, Julian. I appreciate you. Peanut Gallery. Hey, Peanut Gallery. Hey, over there. Yeah. I am Juice Shred. This is Color Radio. Hey. Play that fucking music. Skr-skr.